Every week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet in the sub-sub-basement of Regina City Hall, where they write reports, make recommendations, follow policy, and stave off dehydration by collecting condensation from the pipes in the boiler room. One day, maybe, they'll escape from the endless maze of that basement. But until then, there are improvements to make. This meeting is now in session. Hey. Hey. Um... This is uh, kind of terrifying. Yeah, a little bit. I we want. I think we've wandered into a pretty weird section of the basement. Yeah. This is this is not what I'm used to. Um, they, you said that we had to go to some CJTR Thurscon. Thur- yes. And they made me drink kombucha. No. Yes. What is kombucha? I'm not sure. I think I think it's Satan's sweat, perhaps. Oh. It's raspberry flavored, though, so that's not bad. Is Satan's sweat raspberry flavored, or just was? Did they flavor Satan's sweat? I think they probably made Satan eat a bunch of raspberries to give it like that sweet raspberry flavor. Oh, that's kind of nice. Actually, actually, I'm being a little glib. Um, oh, yeah? It's actually really enjoyable. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, where we are right now. Um, it's not there. It's light on dankness. Yes. And but it's dank on lightness. Yes. <laughs> and um, the air flows really nicely. It's a little warm though. Warmer than I'm used to. A little. But not as damp. Not as damp. Yeah. Um, I had a nice beer. Somebody gave me a beer. I came in here. They put a wow. lanyard around my neck. Me too. Uh, and it has my name on it. Yeah. Which I thought was a little bit redundant because I always have the name tag on. Yeah. And, and they, I'm always carrying around my uh, my little brass plaque. And they put a little tie around my clipboard. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they do that with weapons. If they right. consider something, like even if it's like a made-up weapon, they put a little yeah. tie around it just uh, just in case. Yeah. So, yeah. so I can get in and wander wander the convention floor. Yeah. It's wonderful. So it's nice that this uh, this convention is connected to the sub-basement. We were able to get here through the vent systems. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We should. I don't know why we didn't know about this place. We can come here and get our kombucha and, and beer. Yeah. Anytime, apparently. Yeah. They're telling me it's called multinational. That doesn't sound right. In my headphone right now, somebody's saying, it's multinational. You can't. You're not in the basement anymore. You can't believe what those things are. It's producer Amber. Producer. Producer Amber. Oh, is she the one who came and gave us a performance review at one time? Yeah. Yeah. And she was saying, she's saying something right now about, you'd better thank multinational or you guys are off the air. Wow. So thank you, multinational. Well, that's cool. I mean, she gave us, we don't have to. She gave us, if I recall, a glowing view. She did. It was, uh, I was. How did I, it go? I, I felt kind of embarrassed afterwards. It was yeah. like, you don't, we don't need this kind of praise. The, like, doing our job well is its own reward. That's true. Yeah. She, she had to mask it in really harsh criticisms, but I could tell. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we take a yeah, It was like. Or passive praise. Passive praise. But it was like a, aggressively helpful. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, shall, shall we take attendance? Well, we should totally take attendance. Oh, That's okay. how these things start. Because yes. we still have to have a meeting even though we're at yeah. Thurscon. For, even though it's live yeah. from multinational. But we still must. Yep. So let's carry on. Um, our first attendee is, um, ooh, Duco Neffi. No, there's a lot of strangers here, but none of them are saying, Hi, I'm Ducal Neffy. Really? Yeah. I'm disappointed. I wanted to meet Ducal. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Ducal was he actually posed as 
the brother of the Hollies. Wait, 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 wait. The Hollies, the band? Yeah. So he was like their brother. He was he was like the Zeppo to he, the Hollies. And he said he was their brother because after, you know, the song He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother? Oh, right. So he actually tried to sell like a weight loss program. Oh, yeah. I see. Called I'm Not Heavy, I'm Their Brother. Right. Yeah. And his slogan, Did it work? Uh, yeah, well, he, he, but mostly it like came down to advising things like, you know, take a walk down a road that is long. Uh-huh. With many a winding turn, uh-huh. and sometimes, <laughs> sounds like like instead of eating food, just all you need is the air that you breathe. Oh, oh, that is interesting yeah. advice. Doesn't uh, sound healthy though. His slogan, yeah, I know. His slogan was tap into the subterranean current of corporeal metaphor in Holly's lyrics to achieve the body of your dreams. I thought wow. that was. Good. I'd love to see those before and after pics. Yeah, I, me too. Yeah, but apparently. It didn't go so well when somebody realized that the Hollies aren't related, so okay. there's no way that he could actually be all of their brothers, and it turned right. out he wasn't any of their brothers. Oh, he was a fraud. He was a fraud. Almost, oh. every, almost all of our guests that we have on, like attendees, turned out to be frauds. You probably caught that pattern. No, I hadn't noticed that at oh, really? all. That was okay. a total surprise to me. This guy has won in a long line of frauds. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it doesn't seem to be here, so it's not like he's really defrauding us directly. Um, hold on. What's going on? I think... Oh, I think... Uh, ah, I, I'm sorry, I mixed up the letters in the name. Uh, Should be... To, Paul DeShane. That's me. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And I am here. I'm very present. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, about as present as you get. Good. You know, yeah. I... I knew I recognized you, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where, like, you think you know somebody, but you don't want to, like, say their name, yeah. and then you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, it would be tough to recognize me because we're here at Multinational, and I'm, like, smiling for a change. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so you're actually, like, seeing my teeth. <laughs> and and, and the crinkles next to my drinking eyes. Drinking two beers. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, the next attendee is, um, ooh, a doctor, Dr. Nona Margiad. Nope, nobody is claiming that name. Dr. Nona Margiet is famous for, in 1974, um, curing all known forms of disease. You know, I'm pretty sure I would have seen something about that. Well, she There would actually, have been a teletype or something that would have come through. Well, it's not from this Earth. She's from uh, another dimension, Earth 625. Oh, okay, I did hear about that. Yeah, it's a free socialist utopia. Yeah. Um, where the currency is ice cream. Yeah. Like cones of ice cream. I like that. Yeah. But we should move there. What's that? Can we move there? We can. The Capital Point Hole is actually like Capital Point laser tag. Isn't that cool? Oh, in the other dimension. In the other dimension. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say like at the bottom there's like a portal <laughs> to the other dimension. And well, that's why none of the construction crews get anything done because they keep getting sucked through to this like utopia. <laughs> and they this, never want to come back to their dreary jobs of digging a hole in Regina. This may well be the case. Mm. At any rate, so there you go. Yeah. Um, I don't see her. Uh, she probably couldn't get here. No. Uh, well, fortunately, if you if you actually did some research on mm-hmm. the like this dimension's Earth, like the version of Dr. Nona Margiad. Yep. It's actually her, but if you just like uh, do just mix up the letters, comes out as Aiden Morgan. So we're waiting for him. Oh, that's you.
Well, I'm here. Yeah, you're totally oh, here. I haven't done any of the things that Dr. Margie does. That's because we're in an alternate dimension. Wow. Yeah. This place sucks. It totally does. <laughs> so, um, we should mention that we are here for a reason tonight. I mean, ThursCon Thurscon is a pretense right. for, what is it, Producer Amber? It's, it's a membership drive. A membership drive. If you go to Multinational, you can, like, go to where... Uh, th this this radio magic is being produced, Ooh. and you can get a membership to CJTR, wow. Regina's community radio station. So you could drive or walk to the membership drive. Oh, apparently there's even a script. A script? How about you can that? get a script. This is the second annual membership drive. It's on right now, like I said, and uh, they're live on location all week. So today we're at Multinational. Tomorrow they're. Uh, the gang at CJTR, after we get sent back to the sub-basement, will be at the Capitol Restaurant and Tapas Bar, which is a fabulous place to eat. It is indeed. And people need to go to it more. And then Saturday they will be at the Regina Farmer's Market. This is great. And, uh, oh, wait a second, there's more there's, here. There's no end to their presence. I was just skimming. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was you're, reading. You're, you're skimming that, like, that, uh, those few lines. Okay. Aiden, memberships mean perks. Ooh. You can enjoy discounts at local businesses, special station and music giveaways, VIP events. Plus, you get the satisfaction of supporting Regina Community Radio that in a meaningful so way. so satisfying. In, you know, instead of in all those other ways that you support it in unmeaningful ways. Right. Like... Using the letters C, J, T, and R in sentences. <laughs> it doesn't help us a lot, guys. It's very it doesn't keep us on the air. You know, I, I go to a lot of effort to like take those letters and place them strategically in unrelated sentences that I utter yep. during the course of a day. Yep. Jinkies. Of course. Jinkies. Hey, there's a J, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Um... Let's see. Uh, the, there are businesses that we should be thanking for their generosity in offering member discounts. They are Renewed Kitchens. You get a 10% discount when you go there. Uh, X-Ray Records, 10% discount. Articulate Inc., 10% discount. And B-Sharp Music, 10% discount on guitar strings. So hey, do you think that they've noticed that B-Sharp isn't just like a note on a piano? It's like, you know, it's like being sharp? I do, I do you think they caught I that? I don't... I don't know what there is to catch. I, I don't. I don't understand what you're driving at. All right. Okay. So, do we have an agenda for tonight, or are we just going to like babble incoherently into the uh, microphones? I, I believe. I believe. Until we can get up and go get another an beer. Agenda. We do have an agenda. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, can you flag Dustin? Dustin. Du friend Dustin. Dustin. Can you go get Megan? Okay. Wow. We actually have a guest. We have an intern too. His name is Dustin. Yeah, we have an intern named Dustin. Um, he's not as good as our old in intern, Sherrit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sherrit. Sherrit was the best intern. Dustin, he just couldn't be bothered to pay attention to what we were doing. He was like off drinking beers. I'm like, Jared. What? All right. Here's our first guest of evening. Thank you, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. Uh, so we have with us now Megan. Megan, what's your last name? Trenholm. Megan Trenholm. Hey, Megan. Uh, so Megan, actually, you work at Multinational. Yes, that is true. Awesome. Um, <laughs> what do you do? What do you, what, what is your, do you have a title? Are you uh, like, not really? Uh, I think the, the term we use is I pour beer and am chatty. Uh, 
So that involves a lot of talking about beer, um, telling people about beer, and selling beer. Uh, but also, I do things like ordering merch and organizing events and just generally doing all kinds of stuff. Everybody shares a lot of jobs here. Cool. Yeah. Can we refer to you in our paperwork as a, a beer chat uh, engineer? Sure. Yes, I think that okay, is fair. Good. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I, I think what we wanted to get you on to talk about tonight is uh, we typically um, uh, broadcast these meetings out of the sub-basement of City Hall. Mm -hmm. So this is our first sort of adventure uh, onto 15th Avenue, mm -hmm. where Multinational is. Uh, there seems to be like, like, I think, dare I call it a vibe? There's a vibe. Yeah. I've heard that word used in reference to general vicinity. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you, what's going on? Um, I think there's a lot of people who live in the area who really wanted the area to be more than just sort of a place on the way to somewhere else. Um, so they wanted to create their businesses and their workplaces closer to home. And yeah, so this is just that happening. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, so in here we've got, there's multinational and there's also 33 and a third coffee. Yes. Is available here. Mm -hmm. And then across the street there's Hunter Gatherer. Yes. And I saw a barbershop. Yeah, Julia Fullerton Hair. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure if she has a specific name for her hair doing, but Julia is there, Fullerton, um, does great hair. There's Hemp Haven, uh, Nicole Sauer has her constituency office right. there, and Hunter Geiler, yeah. Right. Um, and I've also heard rumors that, okay, so you guys don't really offer food. No. But you kind of have an arrangement so that if people go to Hunter Gatherer and get some takeaway, they can bring it back over here? Yeah. And you're not going to, like, kick them out and, like, say, get out of here, you dirty hippie? No, it's the same basis with which we have the food truck opening up right away, Melenche. Mm -hmm. Oh, that place is great. Yeah. They were here last year, and they will be opening up, I think I just saw on Instagram, on the 22nd. So they will be back. And it's the same idea. You just... If it's a cloudy day out, bring your food on in. Um, we do now, we only have residential garbage pickup. It's like such a, oh, okay. this is a weird tangent to go on. Uh, we, <laughs> we love talking about waste pickup. We do. Gar garbage, garbage is where we live. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, so because we only have residential garbage, uh, we do ask that if folks do come in and have a bit of a feast, that they just take their garbage with them. Um, every now and then there is a larger group and they'll order a feast worth of you know Indian food and then there's boxes of garbage left and that eats up like 40% of gar our garbage for the week for both the coffee shop and brewery so right. it, it, that is what we ask <laughs> so if you don't have residential garbage could you have like commercial garbage is that the, is that the next tier up yeah Conceivably, that is something that we could probably get. I don't know. It's been a fun challenge to work within, so I don't know if we would... I'm sure, yes, it would make our lives much easier. But it would probably cost more. I'm just probably and or involve some paperwork. Um, paperwork stinks. Yeah. Despite the amount of paperwork that it took to make this place happen from a permitting standpoint, the guys hate it. Uh, like the owners really hate paperwork, and genuinely, it's like, oh, we could make this all happen. Wouldn't it be great? You just have to sign this and date it and do this. And they're like, well, never happening. Bye. So it's <laughs> it does happen sometimes, but 
the paperwork is like a guarantee that something is going to slow right down here. Yeah. Yeah. Not paperwork people in this building. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're beer people. We are beer people. Okay. I want to ask about beer. Go for it. Um, what's on tap right now, and what do you recommend? Uh, right now, we have a rose beer. It is on the last keg, so if you want it, come here within the next 40 liters. Um, is that how you gauge time? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, yes. Just by liters. Yeah, well, sometimes we'll do a cask, and that's only 20 liters. It's like, oh, 20 liters lasts about three hours, so... That's what it is. Uh, but the rose beer is like a really nice pale ale base with six pounds of dried rose petals in it. Oh. So in the same way that you would sort Did that of happen by accident? <laughs> no. Six pounds of dried rose petals is not an accident. <laughs> if you see it in person, it's like, oh, someone's grandma really over-ordered. Like, it's, it's a lot. Uh, it's a huge. It was a huge box that it was in the back room for a while that every time you walked into the supply room, it was like, oh, my God. Like, it was just a really sensory experience. I'm back at um, living room. Like, genuinely walking into my grandma's house in Lipton. It's like, yeah. oh, my, oh, wow. Um, so we have that. It's mellowed out quite a bit. Um, it's very a nice floral taste. We also have Party Party, which is a pretty solid pale ale, a little more piney, um, other floral flavors. We have Life, which is a Northeast IPA. Uh, which means it's an IPA, so there's a ton of hops in it. But the way that we add hops, and this is just generally for how we make our beer, is we add hops at a stage and through a process that there's not a lot of bitterness that happens. It's all It just pulls all these really great aromas and flavors out that tend to be more floral, more fruity, um, and in this case, fruity. Nice. Also double dry hopped if that's also what you're into. Right. And a very fancy yeast in it as well. So it's like a richer experience. Well, literally, it's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last beer we have is a coffee, vanilla, no, I'm going to do this wrong. Um, maple, vanilla, coffee, milkshake, stout. Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it should taste like, you know, those... Um, milkshakes that you see on Instagram that they like dip the top in icing and then sprinkles and there's a literal piece of cake on top and then like a ch grilled cheese sandwich and like your firstborn child like kind of balance on top. I thought it would taste like that. I was really nervous about it. I've bur been burned by maple stouts before. Like it's just, it's a really tough balance. Well, it's that firstborn child flavor. Yeah, it's truly. That leaves a yeah. terrible aftertaste. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've licked my child. It's not that fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it came out really balanced and really nice. There is lactose in it if you were lactose intolerant. Had to answer those weird uh, messages on Facebook saying, like, is there lactose in that beer that I had last night? Yeah, there is. That's why we call it a milkshake beer. That would explain what's happening to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that explains why my stomach is so upset. Also, maybe you should have, like, cut it off a little sooner. Maybe didn't don't have four. <laughs> yeah, those are the beers we have. Right on. Yeah, I, and I've noticed there's a, so it's like a Thursday night here, and it's been really steady with people coming in and out, and they don't seem to be just here for the beer. That it seems yeah. to be more of like a there's like video games, vending machines, uh, ping pong, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, just a lot of people hanging out. 
Is, it, is that kind of the way it is always here at uh, Multinational? Yeah. yeah, it gets, like, busier on Friday nights and Saturday from, like, 12 to 6. It's, like, very busy. Although we are open till 9 now on Saturdays, which a lot of people don't know about. So if you want to come in and have a little bit quieter of a night, Saturdays from 6 to 9, it's more or less dead. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a lot of people hang out. A lot of people come with their kids because we are kid-friendly. Uh, we are very infant-friendly as well. Like, we have a change table in the bathroom. Like, we're just friendly. Yeah, we have a four-drink limit as well, so um, no one is getting torn up. Right. It just makes it a... Getting back to that vibe, uh, just a calmer, more family-friendly vibe. It's like that light early in the evening intoxication as mm -hmm. opposed to, you know, the, like, Three, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 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 It, I think there's a cat in my mouth intoxication. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Every now and then, some folks hit that at, like, 7 p.m., and we encourage them to go somewhere else. Right. Um, yeah, we do a lot of encouraging to other places at that point. Uh, do you guys have any trouble with, like, neighbors? Being, being what you are and where you are, was this like a, a big no. obstacle to like overcome to get this? Built? No, a huge amount of our traffic is walk-up traffic nice. from the neighborhood and surrounding areas, and a lot of yeah, we have a lot of folks from the neighborhood who really love us as a coffee shop and as sort of a community hub as well. Um, and we got a lot of support in the process of going through city council, a huge amount of support from the neighborhood itself. From folks living here. Yeah. What about um, you were talking a little bit about the whole like the paperwork and the whole like uh, like I don't know if you were like involved in that or around when it was going on, but um, so we as the Queen City Improvement Bureau, um, as dedicated civil servants working for you, for you from the city, are there things that we could improve? Like, is there something that the city could be doing to make to foster like neighborhoods like neighborhood community hubs like this? Um, I think encouraging small businesses like this, like it just creating economic flow through neighborhoods, um, or I shouldn't say th through neighborhoods, into neighborhoods, rather than forcing people to go out into the extremities of the city. Um, yeah, I was born and bred on the east end, mm -hmm. right on the edge of the city, so I've really seen how the east end of the city, right. like I used to walk out of my house and see an empty field and then, I don't know, whatever's next. Whatever town is next. It's, it's just more empty field. Yeah. It's yeah, always empty field. Yeah, but now there's, um, yeah, just a lot of things and roads in the way of other things and roads. Um, so to be able to concentrate our needs into the neighborhood, it's nice just to be able to walk to get a coffee, get a beer, mm -hmm. go get poutine, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just encouraging those small businesses in small neighborhoods. So we should maybe triple the amount of like paperwork that they have to do. I think so. Because the more the more forms to fill out, more clarity, the more fines, the more you know, the more appointments that they have to keep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cross reference, cross referencing of forms yes, as well. Absolutely. Like you get three quarters of the way through one, reference a code from a different form right. that's only available in one office. Yep. But you need it in triplicate. And if you don't have it filled out when you get to City Hall, push a button, the trap door opens. Tigers. Yeah, and yes. also it like just spontaneously combusts. So yes. then you, all your work is gone. Okay. 
<laughs> so that's okay. Well, that, I think that's a good direction. It'll definitely make our lives better. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. so. Yeah. All of us, really. It'll yeah. keep the tigers fed. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I think that's really the point is to keep the tigers fed. Yes. I think that's it in Latin underneath, like Queen City. Yeah. Keep us tigers fed us. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's on the coat of arms. That's, that's Latin for you. <laughs> Well, part of my brain is literally trying to translate that properly right now, and I don't want it to. I just want to forget all the Latin I ever learned. As the person who orders the hats here, you can look forward to seeing that on a hat here, oh, probably. Nice. Please. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. We will buy the heck out of that hat. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks yes, for having for me. To us about this. Yeah. Twas a joy. Cheers. Okay. Well, we're going to move on oh. with our agenda. Oh, wait. Um, we don't have improvement vector certificates. Normally, normally when we have guests uh, to our meetings, mm. we have uh, we give them improvement vector certificates because people who come to our meetings are become improvement vectors mm -hmm. by demonstrating how they improve things. Uh, we didn't know who we were going to have on the show mm. tonight when we came here. So what we do have for you, there we go is one of our participation certificates. Oh my goodness. And you are participant number 17. Oh, what an honor. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Not yeah. at all. Oh, my heart is you, you <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot, Megan. Okay. So we, um, we have to move all along with our agenda. We do. Uh, innovative revenue tools. They're the best. Yes, do you know what they are? Um, there are tools, Aiden, that are innovative and they generate revenue for the right, city. Look like a spanner. Yes, exactly. Nice. Except when you crank it, money comes in. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Point me the way to this money wrench that well, I'm hearing about. I've got one, an innovative revenue tool for the city this week. Let's hear it. Um, squares. Oh. So whenever the city approves a new retail development unlike this one, in some suburb, Greens on Gardner, uh, Grasslands, any mm -hmm. of these places on the edge of the city, it's pretty easy to draw these things. You just draw like three smallish squares uh -huh. in a row, and then you draw like two largish rectangles next to them, and then in between these things, you just draw a whole bunch of hash, hash lines. Those are the parking spots. That's the squares of the buildings. And that, uh, what, we've, what we've noticed is that people aren't paying for those squares. Wow. They're using all these squares because, you know, they're cheap, they're easy to draw. But what we should start doing is, like, charging per square. We could start giving out squares. We could just draw them. Exactly. Wow. I could, like, whip, I can, right now... We should make rectangles with numbers on them, mm -hmm. and that would denote how much money they cost. Exactly. Right. Right. And they would have to exchange them. Right. So, basically, it's a square tax. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's like currency. <laughs> it's like a currency. Okay, and I think that's it. Um, that's our innovative revenue tool. Uh, and now we will go to uh, commercials. All right, we're back from innovative revenue tools, Aiden. We have been transported yeah. back from those tools of innovation of revenue. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, there's something I wanted to bring up uh, just yes. to spin off from the conversation we just had with Megan about this neighborhood. Uh, at the last city council meeting, uh, there was a... Uh, 
there was a bylaw consideration that came forward about tattoo parlors. We talked about this. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that they changed the name from tattoo parlors to tattoo... Studios? Studios, yeah. Mm. And that uh, they are now an allowable use in some residential neighborhoods, uh, like hair salons and right. nail studios. Right. And one of the things that Councillor Hawkins said during the debate over this bylaw uh, was that, do we want more retail in our residential neighborhoods? And he was like, obviously not. And I beg to differ, Councillor Hawkins. Whoa. I think he needs to come down to multinational and see what happens when you inject a little bit of retail right. into a residential neighborhood. You inject it with a fine needle over and over again. Right. So to speak. Yes. Nice. Yeah, until you're tattooed with, with retail. With retail. With, with neighborhood-saving retail. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that people say is, oh, if we started to let, like, residential have, like, commercial in it, then you're going to get a bar next door. And here are all these people who have a friggin' brewery right oh, yeah. next to them, and everybody seems to, like, dig it. And people love it. Yeah. It's so, like when you get chocolate and the peanut butter and vice versa. Right. It's, it all works out well. Right. Brewery in your backyard. Yeah. Same thing. Same, exact same thing. Yeah. Hey, Aiden. Yes, sir. Do you know what a tender is? Um, is it like a cut of meat? It is, but it's something else as well. Do tell. When a city needs a service or a product, mm -hmm. then what it does is it puts out a, a tender request where it asks providers of those services or uh, products to submit a bid. And then the city picks the bid that it likes best and mm. awards that tender. Aww. And one of the things that we like to do at the Queen City Improvement Bureau is keep an eye out on what the tenders are and that the city is uh, requesting. Right. And as part of our mandate to, uh, you know, communicate what the city is doing, we like to do little PSAs, little public service announcements where you tell people about the tenders yeah. that the city has open. And we have one today. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a tender moment. Yeah. So um, wanna... I've written something up. Oh, okay. Shall but I... I? My voice is a little bit scratchy from, like, the lack of uh, asbestos in the air. Okay. Well, I, uh, I recently took a course on reading. Oh, yeah? So I can read the, I can read. Do it. you mind reading this? Not at all. Okay, now, a thing that we often do with tender moments is that we have a little bit of music playing in the background, but for some reason, uh, you know, here at Multinational, we can't, like, plug music in. To play, right. we can't. We they, can't turn they on our music. They don't machine. have that technology. No, no. So, um, I brought a ukulele. Oh, wonderful! I, I don't really know how to play it. I, I, I barely know how to read. Okay, I, we are set. All right. Okay, I just I need to hang on a sec. Yep. I just gotta get get it going. Eh? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to play a little bit? Just yeah, just a few. Topsoil, manure, and slabjack and sand. City of Regina doesn't have enough on hand. And so, we are posting this request for private tenders to fill our stores as needed from now until November. While prices are appreciated, but not necessarily accepted, and obscure or incomplete bids will surely be rejected. To bid on the supplies we need, complete a form of tender. Citing unit prices and a date that you can render. 2,000 tons of topsoil, 400 of manure, and 500 metric tons of your slab jack and sand. 
busy summer of construction is the underlying cause of our need for dirt and poop and whatever the third one was. For soil, 6.5 to 8 is the pH we're proposing. Manure shall be horse or cow and already decomposing. The sand must pass a 2 millimeter sieve designation. The city can reject product that fails a specification. All bids are due at City Hall on the 30th day of May. If they come in after 2 p.m., we'll throw your bids away. Submissions will be read aloud in the tender opening room. We have one. It's on the fifth floor. You all should visit soon. So if you have soil and sand and such, you can supply. We hope you'll take this opportunity to reply to this expression of intent to scour all the land for topsoil manure and slab jack and sand. Well, this has been a Queen City tender moment. We hope you found it informative. Moment. That was great, Aiden. All right. Thank you all. Thank you very much. Okay. That, uh, Lyrics that by a... Paul Deschen. Uh. Music by Paul Deschen. Okay. All right. Well, I hope I hope that what, will help the city get some of, bids yeah. on topsoil manure and, uh, and slab jack and sand. What the yeah. God's name are we going to do next? Uh, we are going to talk about the thing we usually talk about. Oh, nice. Aiden, there have been developments in the world of Capital Point and its whole. Oh, develop, there have been whole developments? There have been a whole bunch oh, of developments. Nice. Yeah. Tell us tell us about the developments. Well, you remember how, we've talked about this before, the city had issued an order for Westgate Properties slash Fortress Real Developments to backfill the Capital Point site. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Westgate filed an appeal with the Saskatchewan uh, Building and Accessibility Standards Appeals Board. Was it appealing enough? Is the question. We don't know. Oh. Because they still haven't scheduled a meeting for the full appeal. Mm. But you know what? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Westgate needed to get a stay for oh. the backfill order because the backfill order said, you're going to start backfilling this by the end of May, which is imminent. Right. And they said, no, let's do it Some maybe later. later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. And so uh, they needed to get a stay on that order. They had to make that order null and void so that they could, like, you know, drag this out longer and get through the whole appeal process. Um, and uh, so, no, this Wednesday, just yesterday, in fact, they met at the appeals board uh, to discuss this stay in advance of the appeal. And uh, the argument that the city has put forward, um, you will remember a few weeks ago we talked about the possibility that the capital point site might not be so safe i've heard this because an engineer had put out a report saying that it needed to be backfilled by the end of may which kind of suggests there's a reason that an engineer would be alarmed by this giant hole in downtown because after the after the end of may by my calculations Mm -hmm. all the other buildings will just like abruptly tip over probably yeah like dominoes like dominoes yeah just two couple of dominoes yep into a but you know what might happen? What? It might actually cause a domino effect that all the other buildings on the block and perhaps in the downtown will also tip over. Right, and just get sucked into that hole. Yeah. Huh. And the this hole will just consume like a voracious black hole at the center of the galaxy. You know, considering the city hall is so close to that hole, that would mm-hmm. be terrible for us, but I really just kind of like to see it. 
you know, yes, me too. Yeah. And the worst that would happen is we'd suddenly just be at a different angle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they call it like Thanatos, isn't it? Like this, like, you know, desire for death. Something like that. I think that's yeah. what the capital point hole is. It's like an expression of Regina's Thanatos. <laughs> that's right. Our, 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 our desire for destruction. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, anyways, the city finally at this, at this meeting, at this uh, stay hearing, uh, they said the site, in their opinion, is unsafe. Oh. That, and they cited things like um, the uh, site is not being properly monitored. If you go by it, there's never anybody there. Um, <laughs> And so that could present a danger of, like, a gas line breaking due to, like, shifting ground. Oh, okay. There's stories that the ground kind of shifts a lot in Regina. I've, I've heard stories. Right. Now, I was going to, actually, I was, I'm glad you mentioned that because when you said it's not monitored, I'm like, what What are they monitoring? It's a hole. Yeah. Yeah. The gas lines. Might be Morlocks. Also, yes, and... Yeah. You know, they didn't mention that in their presentation to count and to, <laughs> to the board because they might have been afraid that, right. you know, they'd be looked at as they're crazy. Exactly. They didn't but, bring up the mo what a bunch of cowards. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one more of our reports that they're just going to, like, toss in the <laughs> bin. Uh, they also pointed the out that the buildings right. around it, their foundations are kind of, like, exposed. They're held up by temporary shoring. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're, you know, that's not the greatest thing. Anyways, Westgate lawyer has countered saying that the city has no evidence that the site is unsafe beyond their own, the city's own assertions that it's unsafe. The city has countered to that <laughs> with a report from Westgate's own engineer is the best evidence that the site is unsafe. <laughs> so... And uh, an another little wrinkle in that story is that uh, Isherwood Geostructural Engineering was the uh, their whole engineer. Okay. Yeah. Apparently that's a thing. You can be an engineer for holes. Really? Yeah. Not just like beer chat engineers. There are also hole engineers. And uh, they have removed themselves from this project as of last week. Isherwood hit the road and said, you're on your own. I don't think they actually... I'm not quoting them. I don't know that they said that, but... They've effectively oh. said, we're hitting the road and leaving you in the I'm, dust. I'm West surprised. Gate. It's a very prestigious hole. It is. You'd think you'd want to be associated with that. Something yeah. so... It's like a celebrity hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Um, you know, is it, like, more famous than, like, any other Regina celebrity? Because um, I'm trying to think of a Regina celebrity and all I'm getting is I, Regina... Uh, Nobody. Well, John, Just the whole. John, Johnny Sanderson was pretty famous. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know if he has quite the clout of the whole. Right. Uh, oh, I'm you not know even sure else? if he is um, alive, frankly. But. Uh, Pat Fiacco. Pat Fiacco. I've noticed that there are a few people at ThursCon who are going around cosplaying as Pat, as Fiacco. Pat Fiacco. Yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah, believe The mullet of, and the, yeah, you know, the beard. I think it might have been Pat Fiacco. Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, darn. <laughs> um... So, yeah, uh, apparently, this is another thing that came out that we didn't know until uh, yesterday. In November of 2017, so that was, you know, last winter, uh, Isherwood instructed Westgate to make a bunch of changes to the shoring and the excavation site. Uh, and if they weren't done, this is, was going to be the trigger so that uh, Isherwood would write a report saying that the site had to be backfilled. Uh, according to the city's lawyer, Westgate made none of those changes. Okay, I'm starting yeah. to see why Isherwood is, you know, told them to hit the yeah. bricks. Yeah, and uh, Westgate said that, you know, they were, were committing to restart construction by the end of April, uh, but they still, as yet, like at the end of April, and since then, they have not um, filed any development permits mm. with the city. Um, they claim that they are intending to build the building, and yet you need a permit to build, and they have none of those. All of those have, um, well, they have like a, they have a permit to keep working on their hole, 
that they're not using. But that's where we're at. Uh, Westgate's lawyers uh, also have argued that they would face irreparable harm uh, if they had to follow through with this decommissioning order of the site. Unlike our downtown. Right. Like, would the lawyers have to actually, like, descend into the hole to fill it? Is that the irreparable harm they're talking about? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's where we're at. Maybe what will happen is that Westgate will actually bury its, like, its act the lawyers, like, as they backfill it. You know. Maybe that's, that's why they're working so hard to keep it open. We were talking about this before, about how uh, uh, real, uh, Fortress Real Developments, uh, they're having some difficulties with the RCMP raiding their offices in Toronto uh, over the uh, syndicated mortgages that they've been selling to fund developments like Capital Point. Right. Um, this makes me think that they probably have a surplus of really inconvenient paperwork that they need something to do with it. Ooh. You'd think they'd be like, okay, we will decommission that site, and they could backfill Fill it with, it. you know. The paperwork. Paperwork is heavy. It is. The compress is really tight. Mm-hmm. And it's it would like I'm sure they have enough to fill the hole, as as, as endless as that hole is. Just fill it with syndicated yeah. mortgages. <laughs> nice, because they're already kind of holes anyway. Exactly. Just in in paper form. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's where we're at. Um. I don't know. Uh. I I have not heard word if the appeal board has uh made a decision on this. Uh... I I'm just reading a note here that I think. Oh. Is, is worth mentioning. It says here the city wishes to start backfilling now, and it can do it the does. work and charge Westgate. Yes, it does. But it can. That, but that could take 17 weeks to do the work because they must put out a tender. I know. <laughs> when I saw that, I thought we were going to have an epic tender moment today. <laughs> I, th- I think there but will be one. I there, think there will be eventually. There, yeah. there will be a tender moment that might take up the entire meeting in the future. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> It'll be the best tender. We should get the guy on who writes the tender. <gasps> Interview him. We could discuss, what, you know, what was he thinking when he was writing that tender? Yeah. Mm. Like, why, why did he pick the, like, why did he write it in iambic pentameter, for right. example? Loose I am. Why do these tenders always, like, switch from Times New Roman to Helvetica just back and forth randomly? You know, it's like they don't even care. It's like, it really is. Yeah. Just select all people. <laughs> just. Um... Yeah, so where we're at is uh, we're waiting to find out if the uh, if the stay on the city's order to backfill the property will be approved by the um, the appeals board, and then after that we have to wait around for when is the appeal going to actually be be heard, the formal appeal over whether or not I you know I really don't understand what is going on anymore because I would think that if the city can put out an order today to start backfilling the property, the appeal the actual appeal itself would be kind of moot at that point. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, so I think. Uh, I just want to say that Mood Appeal is probably one of my favorite vaporwave bands from like yeah. the mid 2015s. Yeah. 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 I anyway. like that. So I don't know what to say here. If the appeals board uh, turns down the city on this, if they say yes to Westwood, or sorry, Westgate, and say that, you know, you can get back to work and you don't have to backfill your site, I'm really going to start to question, like, what, are we, what are we doing as civil servants? Like, why is there a city if a decision over public safety is going to be trampled upon by some appeal process that, uh, I don't know, I don't know, why do we even, why do we even issue permits if... 
the city doesn't have any control is the city has to give out permits whenever a company asks for it. Oh, yeah, we're going to build something. Give us a permit. Here's our 20 bucks. I think ours is not to reason why. Ours is to fill out and submit a 27B stroke 6 and wait four to six weeks for a reply. Right. But by then, like, gas lines could be exploding. Yeah. Fresh and sweet could be, you know, could be relocating. <laughs> relocating about 30 meters to the west. <laughs> at a, like at an orthogonal angle. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's where we're at. That's where we're at with Capital Point. Hopefully there will be a decision on this. I thought we'd actually have heard something by today. Maybe there's been something reported uh, in the Leader Post since uh, we uh, since we started on our trek to multinational from the sub-basement. Possible, but mm -hmm. maybe, probably yeah. not. But you never know. Yeah. So what else did we have to talk about? Oh, we should mention that we are the Queen City Improvement Bureau yes. on 91.3 FM CJTR. Regina Community Radio. Broadcasting from multinational for a change of pace. Yeah. As part of ThursCon. ThursCon, ThursCon, ThursCon. And the CJTR membership drive. Nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Leader Post, uh, there was a report uh, that uh, their crack city hall dude, Arthur Cummy White, published, talking mm -hmm. about how the city is failing on its infill plans. We're supposed to be doing 30% infill, 70% green space development. Uh, last year, we managed to do 5% infill versus 95% greenfield. In 20, uh, sorry, 2014, that was 26%, but it's only gone down. 2015 was 12%, 2016 was 11%. So we're failing on, in, on infill. Do we need to, like, get Arrow in from, from the show to, like, show up and say you have failed the city and start arrowing Should people? He, is that what he does? Yeah. I haven't seen the show. He's like, arrow! Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. He doesn't, they don't have a budget for arrows. They ran out like midway through the second season. So he just says arrow and people go, ah! Oh, and they fall down. Do they ever have like that guy, that one guy who just won't go down? He's like, no, you missed me. <laughs> I've got a shield on. And they say, no, you don't. And then he like sort of like throw something he said I, I threw it back at you and now you're dead and then the star of the show had to fall down dead oh, and they, yeah they had to resurrect him like it was a whole that's the whole reason they go like out to that like weird Lazarus pit thing yeah that, that was why well yeah. it sounds like a nightmare it, it, it is a nightmare yeah um, okay, what else do we got? So, yeah, infill, we're failing on infill. But I think uh, what I really wanted to talk about tonight is this item. Um, have you seen Infinity War? I have. The new Marvel movie? I have. Well, I thought that we should really, uh, we need to discuss what urban planning lessons, Aiden, are there that we can take from Infinity War? Well. I've got some questions for you. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's say you've got an incursion of a horde of aliens, uh, and you're like, you know, you're like a, a, an African city in the middle of a veldt. As I am. And you've got like a dome-like uh, force field. Oh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> you haven't seen Infinity War. <laughs> um, and you've got all these, uh, this horde of aliens banging themselves against your... Um, how can you plan your super high-tech city to better deal with this horde of aliens? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, I think the thing they obviously didn't do 
was they didn't put up like a they didn't pay like a good parking lot for them. Well, that's a good point. If they had a no wonder lot, they were so upset. Yeah, I mean they wouldn't they wouldn't all be trying to run at the city. Yeah. They would have found a spot where they could have like parked themselves, civilized. Yeah, civilized like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and which is why our city has so many parking lots. That was, that was deal, some smart planning. To deal with, like, the inevitable alien incursion. Right. So the aliens can come down, and instead of just, like, you know, plunking themselves down and bury, half burying themselves in the veldt, yep. they can just, like, park themselves between yeah. two lines. There you go. I mean, we might lose some of our precious veldt. Right. But it will be more than made up for by... We will gain a lot in parking lot. Convenient parking. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, well, what about... Uh, the the main villain had some concerns about overpopulation. He did. How would how can we as a city incorporate those concerns about overpopulation into our official community plan? We can slaughter half of the population. Hmm. I mean, if if we're following the logic of the movie, I suppose. But is that really something you put in an official community plan? Because, um, like an official community plan is all about land use. It isn't yeah. About, it isn't typically about like uh, genocide. You know, light genocide. Yeah. That's, thank you. I was trying to find a <laughs> trying to find a euphemism for that, but yeah, yeah. It, you you raise a good point, um, but it seems to me that all these plans about land use never really go anywhere. I think the city could more easily get its mind around killing randomly half the people. I think that would actually they would actually carry that out. As horrific as it is, they would say, well, at least it's not like some, you know, rally out initiative nonsense that we're never going to do. Right. <laughs> okay, that's sensible. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we can put that in a report, and, you know, the, the OCP will be looked at in a few years. And maybe yeah, I'm, sure. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm sure once, once they see, you know, kill half, they'll, they'll get right on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, at the end, at the end of the film, uh, the location of the Infinity Gauntlet is a little bit in question. Right. Um, there's also points through the movie where the Infinity Gauntlet is like almost removed from Thanos. Um, I think something we need to consider is like, what if an Infinity Gauntlet or an Infinity Gauntlet analog were to wind up in the Queen City, and say, a Titan of a figure were to pick it up like Mayor Michael Fougere. I, I was actually going to say if we put five gemstones in his hair, we might discover that, that he actually has been wearing the infinity, the infinity hairpiece this whole time. Huh. That's a terrifying thought. <laughs> it is. And Forged by... By intergalactic By, dwarves. Exactly. And he would, he would like, with a snap in of the heart finger, of a neutron star. He, he could, he could turn a neutron star. He could, he could actually turn half of Regina into a parking lot. Do you think? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what he would do. Yep. Parking. <laughs> convenient parking. Free convenient parking. He would be revered. He, yes, by, by the city planners, he would definitely be revered. Maybe that's the thing that Thanos was missing. Is that you don't just like snap your fingers and wipe out half the population of the universe. You turn that half of the population into convenient parking. <laughs> and then the half that's left, they're like, damn, I miss all of those people. But, but God, wow, I, I, need, don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to walk. I can park right in front of where I'm going now. Rockstar parking, they say. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, he needed to come to us. That's right. Yeah, 
Thanos needed a coherent urban policy. He did. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so I think we've learned a lot from Infinity War. Um, did yes, we did. We yeah. Did. yeah, yeah. Clearly, there's clearly there's like some developments in urbanism that we can uh, we can push forward. Uh, okay, so one last thing is another announcement. Mm -hmm. The Cathedral Village Arts Festival. It is coming. It is imminent. It is, it is imminent, like a, the snap of Thanos' fingers. Exactly. You cannot escape. You cannot run. No, sir. The Village Arts Festival will find you. Mm -hmm. If you go, if you go to it, right, will find you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which takes place in the Cathedral neighborhood uh, on the 26th of May. There is a big street fair that's all up and down 13th Avenue. Uh, but yeah, it runs from actually May 21st. A lot of people think it's just the street fair, but it actually runs from May 21st to May 26th. Uh, it starts with a picnic on the holiday Monday and a parade. Uh, the picnic is in Les Sherman Park. That's the park by Neil Balcole Center. Thank you. Almost nobody knows that's its name, West Sherman Park. I well, I knew that, but yeah, I see where others might not. I think it's weird naming a park less. That's a good point. Hey, well, Lester, do you mind if we <laughs> name a park swing? Yeah. Okay, I, I see. Or are you or are you talking directly to the park? I was talking directly to the park. Okay, yeah. I, I realize. Do you mind if I good. swing on your swings, Lester? Yes. Do you mind if we park nearby? Oh, you guys are making so much noise. <laughs> I'm just trying to lie here and sleep. Um, so yeah, that's happening. Uh, it is a fantastic time. It is uh, the 13th Avenue during the street fair is like the most lively place in the city. Exactly. And it's uh, it's, it's pure fun. And it is not riddled with lightning. Not so much anymore. No. Nope. They passed that bylaw. Exactly. Yes. And dogs, don't bring your dogs. Please, please do not bring your dogs to the yeah. street fair. They leave clobosa-sized presents for people that they, nobody wants. And they hate the lightning. And they despise the lightning. We'll bring it back if you bring your dogs. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. I think we need to call for an adjournment. Sort of. Do we? I don't do we, know. Let, let us, let us, let us mull that over for, okay. for well, approximately one minute 45 90, seconds approximately that much time yeah uh well you know what we should do we should thank multinational we should thank for letting us uh do this insanity yeah here and and, and to megan yes for being for being a participant yeah number 17 yeah and uh so megan didn't know that she was going to be on the radio today she had absolutely no preparation we just kind of like grabbed her wow. and dragged her uh in front of a microphone and uh she kicked butt she she's a great job yeah she should be a co-host <laughs> she's gonna get my job eh? <laughs> so many of our guests should she really can, be doing what i know they, they can have our jobs yeah, yeah exactly yeah and uh, what else? Uh, thanks to CJTR. Thanks to CJTR. And please consider getting a membership. Yeah. We can't do this if people don't support their community radio station. That's right. It's, um, it's listeners like you, as they say, what make this happen. Don't make me get a whinier voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won't leave the air. We'll just start sounding really whiny. <laughs> yeah. Until you give us some money. Um, but yeah, this is this is radio that the community produces, kind of like this community produced a brewery. There's another community producing radio, and it's awesome, and you should support us, and we should call for an adjournment. Okay, let's move to adjourn. Motion is passed. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR. Your hosts are Paul Deschen and Aidan Morgan. The theme music by Guidewire. And tonight was from Multinational, and don't forget to get a membership at CJTR. Uh, coming up next, we have Multinational, I believe. Uh, Nerdcore uh, Cabaret. Sorry. 
Did I say multi-level? Nerdcore Cabaret. That's really weird. Um, I think I just want a beer. Uh, We have Nerdcore Cabaret. Is it followed by the cockpit? It it will be followed by the cockpit. We're getting a nod from uh, the cockpit. Yes, the pilot and the navigator. Well, that's all from us. Keep on improving, Regina.